the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. true there is nowhere i'd rather be i can't think of another i used to fantasize about where i might move after i retired because y'all know i I, i'm just like obsessed with the maldives but i can't imagine living in any other country right that's a question for you guys if you were to leave the united states of america and move to some other country where would you go there was a time in my life where i could not conceive living in any other country Maybe for a short period of time, you know, or maybe have like a vacation home on a beach somewhere I could. But, you know, I'm just such a tried and true American and just, you know, I've always believed so much in everything about our country. The best used to be the best judicial system in the, in the country, land of the free, the best food, the best culture. We were the technological innovators. We created all the technology that that is used in the world today, Right. Um, and, and traveling like I have to other places. It's like, I'm gone a few weeks and it's just like, I'm ready to get back to my people, my culture, my food. It's one thing to visit for a short period of time, but I can't imagine living any place else. And more and more and more, I'm hearing from people saying, you know what? I could actually move. I could actually move to another country because America isn't what it once was. 888-344-1170. Could you move out of the U.S.? And if so, where would you go? That's a question for you, Skins. Have you thought about that? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like you, but if, if push came to shove and you made me choose a country, I, I mean, I'm just not going to lie. I'd, I'd go to Ireland. Okay. Well, they have had some, in recent years, they had some economic revival going on over there. I don't know, know too much about you know, their politics. I mean, they're part of the EU, right? Uh, they had a lot of issues. Just with- love the countryside. I mean, it's purely from just the beauty of the country. Okay. Have you visited there? No, and I'd, lo- and I'd love to because I definitely have heritage from the area. Yeah, well, I, I'm i part Irish. My dad was what's called Black Irish. He, you know, he comes from the Kirklands. Not the same Kirklands from from uh, Costco, by the way. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> I would not be sitting here right now, let me tell y'all. Um, but the, the problem is, is that as limited as all the other, like the EU, and I don't know that much about Ireland, but, you know, um, the UK had a, had a problem with the rise of um, radical Islam and a lot of terrorist activities and stuff going on over there. So, you know, remember when Ariana Grande's concert was blown up yeah. and um, you know, there's there's a lot of issues over in the UK. I don't know that much about Ireland. Okay, so what other what other areas would I go? What other what are the free market capitalist system around the world could compare to ours? But as I'm watching the United States descend into the same economic it's like crap, you said, this is not what it once was. It's not what it once was. We are we are following the same patterns that led to every other country's economic destruction. 
from Greece to Italy to, to everywhere. The pattern and the result is always the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> 888-344-1170. Curious as to where you guys might go if you were to leave uh, the U.S. I think for me... If I could go anywhere, this is such a cop out. I think I'd go to the U.S. Virgin Islands. I know it's still part of the U.S., but if you've been to the U.S. Virgin Islands, it's it's at least a little bit different. It's at least a little bit different. I mean, it's not like they don't have Taco Bells there. They don't have. They might have KS, KFC. Um, I don't know where else would I go. Um, I I don't know. I think I think I could possibly live in Italy because I've actually I used to watch I used to watch a show called. House Hunters International, House Hunters International, and I and, and I don't know if it's still like it was a few years ago, but it was at least there was some parts of Italy that were affordable, but that was before the China Road, and so much of what happened with them with COVID and the explosion there and why so many people died is because they were still with the China Road, they were still having all these people from Wuhan come in there with COVID um, because that was a part of their economic system. I'm going to go to the phones quickly before we take a break. Troy from El Cajon is on the line. He's got something that he wants to, to say. Hey, Troy. Hello. As far as where I would live right now, it would actually be Hungary. Hungary? Why Hungary? Okay. I would live in Hungary for the very simple reason that they have more freedom of speech over there right now than we do. Uh, I think it was Sebastian Gorkas went over there and said you wouldn't believe it. You know, it was like what we used to be. Well, that's interesting. I know he is. He's from Hungary, isn't he, Skins? I think he's originally from there. Um, so he would know about what's going on over there. Yeah, we are not we are not the bastion of freedom that we used to be. I think it was no, Ronald Reagan's Skins is, is Ronald Reagan's biggest fan. He, he once said that if oh, yeah. I think he didn't he say something along the line, Skins, of if America goes down, there's no this is the last bastion of freedom. And if America goes down, there's nowhere else to go. Yeah, we're the shining, shi- shining light. And once once America's light goes out, the rest of the world is doomed. Yeah. We I didn't know that about Hungary. What did he say in terms of why an example of their their speech being freer than ours? It's really in the colleges. You're allowed to express ideas in their colleges, which, you know, you are not allowed to do here. And you are if you're out on the street, you can express your opinion. Well, yeah, yeah. um, We are back. We are actually implementing things that were going on in the USSR when I was a kid. Right. This Ministry of Truth, this this disinformation governance board is exactly what Stalin, Mussolini, Hitler, every one of them had a Ministry of Truth. Every one of them in in USSR, they had Pravda, which completely state run state run TV. Uh This no different than NOCO. The scary thing, Andrea, is the result is always the same. Absolutely. Right. Because and and this is what's going on in NOCO. We don't have any information coming out of NOCO, but we know that the people that escaped and got to South Korea and made their way out have described um, what what it was like there. And there was actually a woman from China who had escaped China as a child and was an immigrant who spoke at a school board in Loudoun County and said that what she sees happening in the United States of America is exactly what happened with Mao's Mm -hmm. revolution. And that's right. And so um, it, it's really frightening what we need to do, Troy, and we and we need what we need to do is we need to say, OK, we've identified the problem. 
Now, how do we go about and solving it? And that when you call in next time, I want you to tell me what you think we can do to actually solve it. Oh, I've already got that. I sent you a, I sent you an email on that two years ago. Oh, you did. All right. Well, quickly, I got to take a break real quick. Uh, you got you. Can you no, wrap it in I, 20 I mean, seconds? I, we are to the when you say that we may not get the election because you can think any number of reasons that the, that the Democrats are trying to fix it because they know they're going to get destroyed. They absolutely know it. We may be at a point where, and this is because of our sin, why we're in this situation, we may have to literally uh, have some places that secede from the union. Texas, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, Oklahoma, Kansas, Mm -hmm. and create a true state that we may have to move to and fight for our freedom. Yep, I'm I'm with you there, Troy. Got to leave it there. I appreciate you calling in. I think that's, we got to be thinking big. We got to be, th- somebody emailed me recently, uh, and you can email me as well with any ideas, com. Call in live, 888-344-1170. We started talking about possibly a divorce in the United States here, Skins, a couple years ago, didn't we? Yeah, well, but I mean, if not, what other solution is there? And it could be because it's looking really slim at this point on taking this country back to the greatness it used to be. Right. You know, if you want to live in a state where you can kill a, kill a, a, a child that's been born up to 28 days after they've been born, you, you know, live in that state. That's California. Gavin Newsom, the response from Gavin Newsom is, well, they were already anticipating after what happened the Texas law that came out, they came up with their abortion tourism. Think about how grotesque and ghoulish that is. Yeah, he says California is going to have an abortion firewall. Right. The abortion firewall. Um, If you want to live in a state that allows illegals to come and, you know, in and and, and invade your state and you're going to support them and have the taxpayers support them and give them free health care and free place to live and all that, that's that's your right to do that as a state. If you want to have a state, you want to live in a state that tells you because a virus is going around that you're not allowed to to go to work or or operate your business or your kids allowed to go to school, you can live in that state. Right. If you want to if you want to live in a a state that. Allows allows the far left to tell you who you have to hire and how many of a certain identity you've got to hire under diversity, equity, and inclusion. You can do that if you want want to live in a state where people are free to run their business because they invested the money in the business. You know that's an option for you as well. And carving out a, a part of the nation and starting our own form of government is something that Larry Clayman's very on board with. Well, one of the things that we've got to talk to Larry about, and, and he and I are going to meet soon and think about laying out, what would that look like? What would the plan be? Because, you know, when you say something like that, and yeah, the U.S. Constitution uh, provides a provision for that, but the American people aren't educated in, in that. And it sounds like it sounds just fantasy. It sounds delusional. So Larry and I need to, to present some segments that says, here's how it would work, right? Well, here's the, the founding we- fathers came up with that. Again, most people don't know about it because they knew eventually that there was going to be corruption within the government. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the average empire only lasts a couple of hundred years, right? And we're, we're, we're kind of on the... I, there's, yeah, we there's, debate whether we're over the cliff, on the cliff, or barely hanging on. Right. When you have people hysterical because they are obsessed with, with the idea of having the right to kill a child, 
We're, we're, you know, I, I, there's no crossing the aisle and shaking hands for me. I, I don't have anything in common with you. If you're on board, it's, it's like I said earlier or, or, or last hour. If you want to argue with me whether or not life is in, in a fertilized egg in a fertility clinic or whether or not taking the morning after pill is killing a human life or not, that's fine. But what the Democrat party's about is infanticide. Flat out infanticide, and and there's that, that's you evil to me. Negotiate with that, and I, I'm not interested. We have nothing in common, and I'm not going to pretend that I've got something in common with anybody that's interested in that. No, there is there. The Democrat Party is gone. It, it's a bridge too far for me with what the Democrat Party is about, and it and I don't believe that it represents the majority of the people, or they wouldn't be needing to steal the elections through HR one. They wouldn't be needing to the court, which they're talking about, they wouldn't be needing to ending the filibuster in order to push through whatever they want. Well, that's why when Elizabeth Warren said 69% of Americans, okay, Elizabeth, where did you get that from? Because that number does not sound right to me. Well, you know, this is the same woman who lied and pretended she was an American Indian or Native American, whatever term you want to use, um, to so that she could get... Uh, you know, uh, exploiting an identity politics opportunity so that she could get a $400,000 year teaching gig. How she ended up getting elected for office by Democrats, how any Democrat went and voted for her, shame on you. Shame on you for pretending that you care about any of these identity gr- politics groups, whether it's the Native Americans, whether it's African Americans, whatever, whatever hyphenated American you want to talk about. And yet you voted for her. That's despicable to me. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got to shift gears. The other big, big debate skins and I had earlier today was pineapple on pizza. Yay or nay. Now he's all for it. I say you put pineapple. That's pro-American. Now right I say you put pineapple on a pizza. Go to jail. What say you? 888-344-1170. Is Putin dying? He's Is Putin about to give up his power and hand over the reins to somebody else in Russia? What does this mean for the Russian-Ukraine war? We'll tell you when we come back from the break. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170. Last break we were talking, our last segment we were talking about if you had to leave America or where would you live? It was something that I've never heard of in America and actually think about doing before. And then we got into this debate over pineapple on pizza, yay or nay. I mean, that's a hard pass for me, man. What do y'all think out there? 888-344-1170. The question is, have you tried it? Um, Oh, I have. I have. Yeah, it's like like culinary terrorism. I just want to just point out, not pineapple Canadian bacon. It's got to be pineapple and spicy sausage. The only thing that should ever be on a pizza with spicy sausage, Italian sausage, is jalapenos. Well, that I agree with. That's what I got busted for. I ordered me, I think I talked about how I bounced a check to Bono's Pizza. Man, that was my favorite, was the sausage and jalapeno pepper pizza. Yep. All right. Okay. And that, then, I, then, of course, during the break, I got obsessed with looking at food on Instagram. Somebody, and now you're hungry. Well, right. And somebody posted on Instagram an Ita- a picture of an Italian cream cake, and all these other people were chiming in. That's not I don't Italian. Even know that is. That's not Italian. No, it's not Italian. It's a Southern cake tradition. We just call it the Italian cream cake. It doesn't have anything to do with Italy. Google that. That's the best cake in the world. That was my birthday cake growing up. Okay, enough of the shenanigans. Um, Putin. 
It's been everybody's been speculating what's going on with this man. If you saw any of the pictures with him, he looked bloated. He looked weird. He is just absolutely not himself. A lot of speculation. I've I've not spent much time talking about the Russian Ukraine war. I see it as a major distraction. I, I think even worse, uh, the new queen of the disinformation governance group, part of her. Part of her um, pre- prior to taking over as the ministry of the czar of the ministry of truth, uh, her job was uh, information communications on Ukraine. I mean, that story has just been used. Uh, the Biden administration has actually been pro Russia from the jump. So I haven't spent a lot of time talking about it because I think it's just a ruse. It's a distraction. The real border national sovereignty we need to be concerned about is here in the United States. But I do think that this is is a huge story because of the implications it might have for the world. I mean, Putin has been running things over there in Russia for many years, former KGB, to see, to see an announcement today. At least a report, this is the New York Post reporting on this, that Putin is to undergo cancer surgery and he's going to transfer power to the ex-FSB chief. And that is a Nikolai Petrushev. He's the head of the Russian Federal Police's Security Council while he is incapacitated uh, during and after the procedure. And this was according to a video from the mysterious telegram channel General SVR on Saturday, I'm not, I don't, um, I don't, I'm not, I don't have an account on Telegram. I know a lot of people do. The channel, and this is from New York Post, which is purportedly run by a former Russian Foreign Intelligence Service Lieutenant General known by the pseudonym Viktor Mikhailovich, uh, reported that Putin has been told by doctors that he must undergo an operation. The anticipated surgery, and recovery expected to incapacitate him for a short time. This is according to an unconfirmed report. Um, it says Putin is unlikely to agree to hand over power for a longer period of time, but they don't say how much it is. They, they're just speculating that it would be in, in Petrushev's hands for no more than two or three days. This is interesting because if, if he would only be out for two to three days, then this would not be necessary surgery. So no, I'm not, not at all. I, you know, you have a history with cancer and you, I'm not asking you to share what that is. Um, but, it, you know, you're in the middle of war and you're being told you've got to have necessary surgery. That ain't that ain't some little in and out. No, because it, I mean, it, it, it's mental prep. Then you actually go in for whatever you're going to go in for. There's mental, uh, you know, stuff on the other side of it. You, you know, he's going to he should be out for an extended period of time. Yeah. And um, this is I think this has got to be more serious than what they're saying. He reportedly had been treated for cancer. Um, an, uh, an oncologist identified by the outlet is Evgeny Zalivanov has reportedly made dozens of secret visits to Putin's Sochi getaway home over uh, four years. So um, I think that this could be very serious. And I think that this is something I think they're just trying need. to hide it. Well, I, I you know, um, I at think at least that, the severity. Uh, yeah, I think that this is just a, a could be a major story. Uh, we don't know anything about who this Petrushev is, according to the narrator of this video from this Telegram channel. He's a, quote an outright villain. He is no better than Vladimir Putin. Uh, moreover, he is a more cunning and I would say more insidious person than Vladimir Putin. If he comes to power, Russians' problems will only multiply. 
Um, Victor Mikhailovich, the guy behind this video, hinted that he and his allies will make certain efforts so this does not happen, and I hope we will succeed. So this is just really interesting because think about think about what this could mean going forward. It could be, you know, for if if he dies or of cancer. I, I just feel like this is a much more serious situation than Putin and his people are trying to put out there. It's a very serious story because we don't know the severity of the cancer, and that would tell us a lot just based on where he's at. Uh, Saturday's video claimed that Putin's cancer is progressing. The narrator darkly quipped that he doesn't want to give viewers, quote, false hope. Um, But we don't know anything about this Petrushev. So and I have not heard any. There has been not that I have not been able to find any response from anybody in the Biden administration. At least I haven't seen any as we were going to, to the show tonight. In, no, in and, and there's actually mean. kind of a correlation, too, because you have Putin on one hand who's just, you know, physically not able to do, to do his job. And then us over here in the U.S., Biden mentally can't do his job. Right. Well, I mean, think about where in the, 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 there's a war going on between Russia and Ukraine and Putin, which has been the the evil guy for years that the Democrat Party's been pushing out that this guy's evil. He's the worst thing, you know, this. And then Trump was colluded with with Russia and da, 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 da. And Putin, Trump is Putin's puppet. And now Putin might is about to hand over the reins of power to somebody else and undergo cancer. And they're not even talking about it. This is like a non-story for the Democrats. How does that make sense? No, this is that. That's that doesn't why it make seems sense like this to be a much bigger story than it is. Right. The Democrats should be glee, gleeful over this. They should be making statements. The Secretary of State should be addressing this. They should be putting pressure on this new guy who's coming in. What are you doing? Why, you know, hand over reins? Pull the heck out of Ukraine. They want this to be happening in Ukraine. That's the only way that I can connect the dots here. This just doesn't make sense. The lack of response from the Biden administration is very telling to me here. Again, just goes back to the fact that this is most likely a distraction from other things. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a break when we come back. The GOP senators have tried to put something in play to take out this disinformation governance board. Is that going to work? And what news anchor got busted by a pedophile ring? Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. Going to get into a little uh, primary and Republican Party news. Um, breaking news out of Ohio tonight. They had a primary today, and as many people have talked about, this uh, SCOTUS leak was in many ways meant to distract people and to affect the primaries that were happening right now. And uh, there was a lot of questions, in particular with Ohio. That was really when all eyes were on for many reasons. So goes the state of Ohio, right, uh, for presidential elections. That's been the wisdom so far, the conventional wisdom for many years. And all eyes were on the Senate race because of J.D. Vance. There was six Republicans in the race. J.D. Vance, to, to refresh your memory, is a venture capitalist, and he was the author of a book that was made into a very successful movie called The Hillbilly Elegy, which I actually didn't like at all, but I'm not going to waste any time on why I didn't like that movie. Um, I just thought it was incredibly overrated and there weren't any likable characters in it. And I have to, if you're going to do a movie that's kind of got a down sad side to it, um, somebody's got to be likable. You know, it can't be 100% drudgery and misery or, you know, there, you know, even Don Corleone was likable. I'll just leave it at that. So anyway, 
Uh, but that's not why J.D. Vance was considered controversial. He was considered controversial because even though he had taken a turn in his campaign and he was talking all MAGA and using all kinds of MAGA language and America First language, text messages were revealed by by him that he had expressed concern when Trump was running for president that he was going to be the next Hitler and actually used, I believe, the N-word in terms of Nazi and that Trump would be the next Hitler. And Trump forgave him for it and ended up endorsing him in the race, and he actually won tonight. I think he got, um, and Trump has has, uh, announced that he is, quote, relieved by Vance's victory, which is interesting because when Trump did a rally in Ohio a week or so ago, he referred to him as J.D. Mandel. And Mandel was the name of one of the his, J.D. Vance's primary opponents, um, but he managed to pull it out. He received just over 30 percent of the primary vote against former state treasurer Josh Mandel came in second. State Senator Matt Dolan finished third. A Trafalgar Group poll conducted uh, over the weekend before the election found Vance leading the field with 26 percent. Um, I don't think it was just, I agree with this analysis here on Day the Caller. I don't think that it was just because of Trump's endorsement. He had done a lot of Tucker Carlson interviews. And I think being a regular on Tucker, who is just the, you know, guy right now, he owns cable news and many conservatives still watch him every night in spite of Fox. And Carlson, I think I, I would, I, you know, I would have to say that I think Carlson's endorsement and his time on Tucker Carlson is probably bigger than Trump. Although I do think that it did push him over the edge because I think that the establishment was trying to use those text messages against Trump to try to push him out. I haven't followed this race enough to know, um, but uh, him clearly I have been concerned about him. Um, but if the establishment has been going after him, then he he's my guy. And I hate to look at it that way. But that's kind of how I see it, right? I mean, you know, it's kind of like, look who the Democrats are going after. or Look who the Democrats are telling you is, is spewing disinformation. That's who's probably telling the truth. Look who the Republican um, in the race that the establishment's going after. And that's probably the MAGA candidate. There, uh, according to, here's what Tucker had to say about um this event tonight and J.D. Vance winning. The Republican Party is getting better, much better. We know that because two new Republican Senate candidates, the first is J.D. Vance and the second uh, in the state of Arizona, Blake Masters is winning. Um, so this could be good. Hopefully, you know, everybody can have a conversion. You know, um, I've sometimes when conservatives criticize a candidate like Vernon Jones out of Georgia. Well, he was a Democrat up until last year. Well, we want people to convert to the Republican Party. And then then when they do, we don't trust that they're Republican because they voted Democrat in the past. I don't think that's fair. So I do think that there is some forgiveness we should give people and extend them some grace if they seem legitimate and authentic in changing their positions. How do you see it, Skins? People are allowed to change their positions, you know, and when they do, you need to take them, I would say, take them at their word. You know, they probably, it took a long time for them to get from point A to point B. And, you know, just like our guest, you know, Naomi was talking about when, you know, she was with the Democrat Party. So she sees things also a little bit differently because that's where she comes from. 
Well, look, there were a lot of Republicans back over. It was very heated in 2016 in the primary leading up to the nomination between Ted Cruz and Donald Trump and between Cruz supporters that were never Trumpers saying, I'm never going to support him if he gets the nomination. And you know what they did? Kurt Schlichter was one of those people. I was Trump day one because I didn't think Ted Cruz had the charisma and I, I didn't think he could win. I, I just and, and you know what? I stand by that. Had Ted Cruz gotten the nomination, we we would have had Hillary Clinton. And there's a lot of president. people that didn't like Trump at first and warmed up to him. Yeah, many, many Democrats. In fact, he became president because he won over. He tore down that blue wall, which was Michigan and Wisconsin. And he got all those hard hats and the African-Americans. He said, look, what do you got to lose? Look, look what eight years of Obama, African-American community is your, you know, the first black president, your life any better? Oh, and that just goes back to the election again. They said if he got the minority vote overwhelmingly, he would have won. He did, but yet he didn't win. Right. Um, Moving on to some other Republican news. Uh, You've pulled this article today uh, uh, from Tom Cotton, which um, I think, you know, there, I don't know what teeth this is going to have because we don't have the majority in the Senate, but GOP senators have introduced a bill killing the uh, disinformation governance board. Um, uh, we'll see if this, uh, I mean, it doesn't have any teeth. We don't have the majority, but at least, you know, when I call on the Republican party to stand up to do, to do something, at least they're trying to do something and they're keeping the focus on this. And that's what we have to do because the most important issue that we have in this country, our most important right is our freedom of speech. It's our ability to exercise our opinions. That has one of the things that's, that separated us from the rest of the country. We talked at the open of the show this hour about where would you move if you were to leave the United States and our freedoms, the ability, two things have meant so much to me as, as a kid growing up, freedom of speech, the ability to say whatever we wanted to say and when we wanted to say it. And I've always said, I despise the KKK, I despise Louis Farrakhan, but I will fight to the death for their right to say all their nonsense, whether it's Farrakhan calling Jewish people termites, because the, the, the First Amendment was not meant to protect the speech that we like. It was meant to protect the speech that we don't. And that's one of the things that keeps us as a free society, because it's about messaging. And the Democrats know that. They've, they've got to stop the free expression of opinion. They've got to try to force everybody in lockstep to their beliefs in order to have control over us as a nation. And the second thing, the other thing was, which is tied to the First Amendment, our expression of speech in the form of our elections. And we no longer have free speech in this country, and we no longer have free elections in this country. And that's why everybody needs to see the movie 2000 Mules, because even the establishment, you look at what, what a lot of the Republican parties have gotten involved in in the January 6th commission. There's, you know, uh, Andy Biggs has said that he can hardly get anybody in the Republican Party to even look at what's going on with these January 6th defendants that have been thrown into jail and denied bail simply because of an opinion that they have. And why? And what is that opinion that they have? Does something untoward happen in the elections? The Republican Party and the Democrats, quite frankly, are are practically in lockstep with the denial of our First Amendment rights. Kevin McCarthy, when he the, the leaked audio, he had to admit one of the things that he said was that he was advocating for certain Republicans to lose their Twitter account. 
Tulsi Gabbard, I got I, I got emails from some listeners. I'm not necessarily saying I uh, I su- support Tulsi Gabbard or, or trust Tulsi Gabbard, but she's right when she says that the Republicans, there's many Republicans out there in the establishment that are absolutely okay with this DHS disinformation governance board. They just they just want to be in con- in control of it themselves. That they think that there is actually a place in the United States of America for somebody controlling and deciding what is disinformation and what isn't. We don't have enough Republican in the Republican Party doing anything to to fight against the theft of our election. I'm not hearing many in the Republican Party saying, hey, uh, go to 2000mules.com, watch this movie, see the truth. Have they not watched it? They know the movie is out there. They should be watching it. They should be telling everybody about it. Go watch 2000 Mules and see with your own eyes how mules hijack the election, stuff in ballot boxes. And we're never going to let this happen again in the United States of America. But they're not saying it. They're not. Uh, getting back to this Ohio race, though, um, in, in Ohio, uh, Governor DeWine has fended off populist challengers. Uh, Govern- Governor DeWine in the state of Ohio uh, was all on board with every COVID restriction, every mandate that the Democrats tried to push over. Ohio, I, I've got family that lives in Ohio. What the stink is wrong with you? How in the world did you reelect or, or um, not reelect, today is the primaries. How in the world did that crap weasel of a, of a Democrat who claims to be a Republican, how did he win the primaries? How did you let that happen in the state of Ohio? I'm glad my family's, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I'm glad my family's getting out of there. And, and, that's, and that's a state we got to be concerned about. Trump won Ohio, but uh, um, you, got, you got Governor DeWine in there, and I'm concerned about whether or not what he's going to do in order to protect uh, the, the elections. It'll be interesting to see. All right, we're going to take a break. Oh, before I take a break, I want to tell you guys something that you might want to tune in on. It's it's the National Day of Prayer is actually this Thursday, May 5th. This is the third year in a row that I'm going to be Master of Ceremonies for the National Day of Prayer here in San Diego, hosted by the San Diego Downtown Fellowship of Churches and Ministries. I'm super honored to do it. This is a day we can all come together as a nation and pray over our nation Pray over our citizens, pray over all the issues that we have in this country. Part of what the left has, has done successfully is to, uh, and that's so much of what COVID was about, right? It was about replacing God with state. And National Day of Prayer is a day in which we can all come together and pray. You can either come join us at the First Presbyterian Church in downtown San Diego. Um, it's noon on this Thursday, May 5th. The theme this year is Exalt the Lord, who has established us, which is Colossians 2, uh, 6 and 7. I'm going to be Master of Ceremonies. We've got uh, Reverend Jeff Myers is going to give the invocation. Reverend Roland Slade is going to be uh, the keynote speaker. We've got community representatives like our very own Dr. Wendy Patrick from here uh, from uh, Live with Dr. Wendy on Saturdays. We've got Donnie D from San Diego Res- Rescue Mission is going to be there to pray over homelessness and talk about homelessness. John Townsend is going to be talking about Ukraine. And so it's going to be just a great day we can join together in prayer. So you can either join us downtown noon on Thursday at First Presbyterian Church or watch the live stream, which you can find here on The Answer San Diego. All right, going to take a break. We come back, the final segment. We got we to gotta talk about a sting operation. This should be major news, shouldn't it? A news anchor who was busted and a pedophile sting. 
Who was that? Well, we'll tell you when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. AK, Dynamite in the Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. Speaking of news, who remembers that uh, TV show, Chris Hansen, to catch a predator? NBC show. Did you ever watch that on, on Dateline NBC, Skins? You never saw that show? No, never, never it saw it. It was absolutely shocking. I watched it uh, every week. And Chris Hansen would set up a sting where they would have uh, people pretend to be underage, primarily girls, and they would um, then men most of the time in their 50s, 60s, doctors, lawyers, rabbis, I mean, crossed all socioeconomic lines, right? These perverts that would set up dates to come and meet underage girls and they would get busted on camera, right? And the show ended up being taken off air if memory serves, because I think there were actually some suicides because this was not a police run operation, although these were the police would end up, the the guys would try to leave and then the police would arrest them. But I think that Dateline actually got into, got sticky for Dateline. I think when a couple of the predators actually committed suicide, but that was run by NBC and it was actually a great service to the community taking these crazy psychos off the street, right? Well, speaking of NBC, a New York group doing its own, um, a New York group called the 607 group. Let's see what they call themselves here. Yeah, the 607 predator hunters are kind of doing their own thing, kind of setting up a sting operation for pedophiles to, to try to get these pedophiles and get them off the street. They're a New York group. So um, they actually busted what appears to be a local TV anchor from N- from an NBC affiliate in New York, and this article comes from Fox News. So this is this is a real article here. This is not fake news. And so they follow this guy, Zach Wheeler, who's an anchor at the NBC affiliate WETM-TV at a store where he attempted to meet up with an underage boy. So when he's first confronted by this, he initially says, oh, I was just at the, and this is what so many of them said, like on Dateline to catch a predator. Oh, I was just there at this location. I wasn't there to do anything with them. I was just there to talk to the kid and warn him to stay off the apps. (laughs) Right. So then, um, as the, it goes on, then he starts to get combative. Then he starts going into victim mode, this guy. Why do you guys do this to gay and lesbian people? Right. So the so the LBGT community or the victims here as this guy is trying to prey upon a child. Right. Great, great use of identity politics game, mister. It didn't work for them here. And then he goes on to say, are you guys here to ruin people's lives? He says, you're going to ruin my whole life uh, and, and I'm going to going to lose my job and everything. Um, so the look, the predator group, the pred- 607 predator hunters are not the one costing you your job and everything. It's your perversion that's costing you everything. And no, this is not just about the LBGT community because there's predators who come, like I said, in all socioeconomic uh, lines. And in fact, to catch a predator, I think it, I don't think they ever even showed a case of uh, same sex. Pedophilia is pedophilia. And it doesn't make it okay. And you don't get to, uh, to have a pass on pedophilia because you think that you're, the group that you're involved in, the LBGTQ, is some kind of protected class. Like LBGTQ people get get protections as a protected class on pedophilia. 
Well, the TV station, uh, and of course, uh, the, the, he gets confronted with the chat logs. And so at that point, he doesn't have much that he can say. Uh, the, the news outlet uh, issued a statement and said, WETM has been made aware of a video posted on YouTube regarding one of our employees. The local group that posted the video claims that the employee engaged in inappropriate behavior. Um, WETM management is looking into the questions raised by the video and the employee will remain off air until the situation is resolved. No charges have been filed in connection with the video. I want to know why no charges have been filed. Is New, is, is New York a, a sanctuary state for child predators and pedophiles? I mean, the Democrat Party, you look at what they're doing in schools, right, with their pornography. It's clearly uh, the sexualization of children is clearly part of the Democrats' agenda in one way or another. Um, he, he is no longer listed, though, on the Meet the Team section of the WETM website. I think we might need to invite this 607 predator hunter group on the show. I want to talk to these guys because I'm liking what they're doing. Um, we're going to quickly go to the phones before we run out of time here on tonight's show. Oh, it's been a long time <laughs> since Disaffected Mike was on the show, and he's calling in now. Hello, Disaffected Mike. Hey, Andrew. How you doing? Good. What's on your mind Hello. tonight? So real quick, I find it utterly ironic that SCOTUS leak, and I guarantee you it's one of the clerks for one of the uh, leftist justices, and the marshal's going to pinch him real good, hopefully, uh, if the FBI doesn't bungle it. But I find it ironic that all of a sudden all the leftists in Congress uh, care about gender now. Um, all of a sudden gender has become, uh, you know, uh, a definition of what a woman is. So... You know, are we going back to that? Because, or is it going to be fluid once again, uh, once they get their way or they try to get their way in overturning or or, uh, trying to keep Roe v. Wade, which obviously is bad law, never, never was a right. And now that, and now states get to determine for their citizens, um, what, what abortion is, will be, or cannot be. So, but, you know, but I find it ironic that, that uh, all of a sudden gender uh, specifically cisgender, uh, it matters. But it's also a discriminatory law, too, because, you know, men have no say-so in, in abortive, in abortive um, uh, practices uh, about saving their children. So, you know, why should it be a one-sided law? Well, um, that's uh, men having a say-so is that's I think I see that as separate from from the issue. Um, that has, sure. that has, has been, and, right. I mean, that's, that's been an argument on the, on the, the part of the left to prop up the idea that it's her body, her choice. Uh, I think sure. it should go back to the states. That's what this country was founded on. Give it back to the people. If you as voters don't like how your state legislatures and your governor or whoever has what they've done with, with the abortion laws, that's why you need to vote them out of office. In San Diego, well, their response today um, is getting back to your gender point is the same people that voted the county supervisors that voted like Nora Vargas voted to change the definition of a woman under the phony guise of anti-discrimination stopping discrimination against women to find women here as men who identify as women yet they're outraged over over uh, women's rights I mean it's it's so hypocritical it's absolutely ridiculous and the American people can see through it and I uh, and clearly they do got to leave it there disaffected Mike thank you for calling Thanks. in because we're out of time. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, the very people that tell you that men can have babies are, are also telling you that women's uh, d- complaining about women's reproductive rights. I mean, none of it makes sense because it's not rooted in rational thinking. It's not rooted in the rule of law. It's not rooted in our nation's history or on what this country was founded on. Thanks to the listeners, our guests, callers. We'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. It'll be hump day. 844-814-5227 is our 24-hour comment line. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.